Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi, I'm Michaela from Columbus, and I would absolutely recommend 3C. Because the accident wasn't my fault, 3C stepped in to handle the other person's insurance company, so I didn't have to do a thing. While they were fixing up my bumper, they actually fixed up a few of the scratches that were there, and now it looks brand new. I would totally recommend 3C to my friends and family, and I have been. <laughs> 3C Body Shop, the finest in collision repair. Experience the joy of watching your friends and family's faces light up when you feed them wild game you harvested and made them delicious sausages. Or meat you barbecue and grill with the finest seasonings available. Visit our friends at Waltons.com to find everything you need to turn wild game into tasty meat snacks or spice up your barbecue with new flavors and seasonings. With over 500 seasonings to choose from, there's something that everyone will love. They even have step-by-step videos and how-to articles at Logistics to help you go from animal to edible. Use coupon RANGERS15 at checkout to save 15% on your first order at Waltons.com. Waltons, everything but the meat. This is Robin Hearn from News Channel 6 Now in Wichita Falls, and you are listening to the Rangers Report podcast. The Ranger Report. Yeah, the Ranger Report. Inside Scoop, listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go. This is the Ranger Report podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. 
Welcome, everyone, to the Ranger Report podcast. I am Ben Dieter. You can find me on Twitter at bdieter 75 I am CJ Berryman. You can find me at CJB underscore RR on the Bird app. And, of course, you can find us at the Ranger Report on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And now, of course, with our new uh, little cartooning that we're doing, hopefully you guys are enjoying that. We had the <laughs> I put out the first clip on Twitter this weekend, and people seem to enjoy it. Yeah, I did. When when you sent it to when you put it on Twitter, I was like, "This is." I was laughing, uh, just watching this, and, and I knew it was coming because we sent it on the podcast. But yep. yeah, I mean, it's just it's hilarious, and the, and the backgrounds, my actual apartments in the background on. Uh, yeah, on most my, people, my, most people, most <laughs> teachers take spring break to rest. I learned a new skill, so <laughs> there you go. Ben, Ben's writing cartoons. I'm making up cartoons. Well, I'm actually working on. And this is beside the point, but I'm working on rigs where I can actually make us walk as well. So we'll see if I can get that done. Oh. <laughs> is mine going to be like a hunched over dude? We'll, we'll see with a bad back or what? We'll see. Then, <laughs> then, then our, then my, my, my chicanery will be unlimited if I can make us walk around. Yeah. I'm going to hope that, that you're walking around skills uh, stay limited. Yeah. <laughs> I, own, I have a feeling they will because spring break's over and now I have another eight weeks of school before summer. So I, <laughs> yeah, I don't, you get, you, I'm not going to have a ton of time to work. Yeah. yeah. Work sucks. Anyway, welcome <laughs> to the Ranger Report. Um, don't forget we have a Patreon. Be sure to join it. We put bonus stuff up there, videos, other things you don't get anywhere else, as well as you get free merch. And speaking of merch, if you saw on Twitter the other day, uh, our friend Wade McNutt got his possum, uh, his chemo possum coffee mugs. So, you know, that's available. Those mugs look so good. That avail that's available out there. As long as all of our other stuff, we have a ton of stuff, chemo possum shirts, as well as Ranger report shirts and a shirt about Seeger and Simeon, lots of good stuff out there. So go check it out. And then of course, uh, follow us on all social medias. And speaking of that, there's a new thing that Twitter has started called communities. We started a Twitter community. Uh, we're recording this on a Wednesday. We started it this evening. So feel free to, uh, now I haven't yet to send a request to join just because I don't want slappies that have nothing to do with the Rangers joining and, and hijacking mm-hmm. our conversation, but uh, feel free to send us an invite. I, it comes to my phone, so I should be able to get you on pretty quick. Um, during the season, I'm hoping we can use that to go in depth on some stuff during baseball games and have some fun Rangers conversations. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll test the waters on it and see if it's, if it's worthy and see if you guys like it. If y'all do well, we'll keep, we'll keep building. I mean, the Ranger report BFF already joined. Yeah. He don't mess around. No, he's already joined. So Chris Halleck, and of course, uh, the the inventor of the chemo possum is also already joined in John. So, you know, moon pie. Yeah, so we've already got several celebrities that have joined. <laughs> good friends is what I like to call. Them. Yeah, good for actually that's that good friends, and then other people that interact with us all the time have already joined. So it ought to be it ought to be a whole lot of fun. So let's start tonight, since we haven't we haven't done well, CJ and I haven't done in almost two weeks, which is crazy, but. We haven't done a podcast, and the last one was, of course, Jordan Procession. If you haven't heard that, go check it out. Jordan, great guy, good catcher, great family man. Just loved my conversation with him. Years ago, I used to interview Brett Nicholas several, well, I've interviewed him five or six different times, and Jordan Procession kind of reminds me of him, just that workhorse, put your head down and get your job done. And, you know, we joked about him pitching for Frisco where he threw a fastball of 45 miles an hour, you know, really just, just, just burning it in there. So uh, it was a good interview. If you haven't listened, you should go back and give it a listen, but let's talk about the last week. CJ, the Rangers have had no trouble scoring runs in spring training so far. Boy, the, the what past three games they've scored. 
well, almost 40 runs, but it's about 35 runs, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, their offense has been fun. And I mean, it makes for kind of long games and you don't want to see many of those in spring, but as long as it's the Rangers, I don't care. It's, it's great. And yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're kicking butt. They're score. They scored 25 runs the other day. They scored 14 today. So yeah, just in those two games, they scored 39 runs. Yep. So okay, 25 and 14. That, I, it shouldn't take, have taken me near that long to come up with 25 <laughs> plus 14, neither. but it did. Me neither. I just didn't have the number right in front of me, but yeah, I mean, they've, they've been, it's, they've just been fun to watch and Taylor Hurd. I mean, I know on the pitching side has kind of been, uh, under the radar through these past three games. Well, uh, two of the past three games, uh, Taylor Hearn did very well in his start in that, in that big 20 run, 20 plus run win the other day. And uh, yesterday the was a low scoring affair and the Rangers came out on top with good pitching throughout. And today uh, Glenn Otto didn't have the best, the best start, but uh, the rest of the way through it, the pitching held it down and the, and the runs just kept, just kept going, you know, the, the offense just kept hitting and, and we're, we're going to get into some of those Bubba Thompson, man. <laughs> yeah. Bubba Thompson. I mean, there's some, some usual sus- suspects, you know, veterans that you, you would expect to have, have standout performances, but Bubba Thompson is, I, I, I'm thinking if there's one thing with this lockout that I am thankful for is that there was no rule five draft because it dragged out so long because I don't, I'm not sure that not just, not just Jake Lass, but Bubba Thompson would not be Rangers right now if there were. So I, I'm I'm happy to have Bubba back. And I think he's, he's making a statement now that he better be protected on the 40 men next year. He's going to be, he can be somewhere else. Yeah, I totally agree with that. He has been tearing it up. A lot of them we talked about, and we'll talk about him later. Davis Wenzel, Josh Smith as well. A lot of guys that are on the uh, on the minor that projected to start in the minors that are really uh, tearing it up right now. And Wenzel, I'm not so sure now that he's going to start in the minors, but we can talk about that in a minute because he is. Mm-hmm. Fans are really seeing him and being like, "Wait a minute, this guy was co Big Twelve Player of the Year with Josh Young the year that both of them were drafted." Yeah. He's no he's no slappy on his own, man. Davis Wenzel can play some freaking baseball. Yes, he can. And that's a guy, as long as he stays healthy. I mean, when he was healthy last year, which again was due to, to COVID in 2020, they didn't get a, a, a first season until yeah. last season. So yep. we kind of forget that they were drafted <clears throat> technically three years ago, but they lost a season because of COVID. And so last year was essentially their rookie professional debuts and both were marred with injury. And now young's obviously hurt and that's going to give Wenzel a, a little bit more time to shine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not a little bit more, a lot more time lot to shine time, as yeah. long as he can stay healthy. And that's a guy that you, that's why I, I and we've talked about this before. Uh, it's probably last year. I think it was last sometime in the last summer. And we were talking about Wenzel and, and I called him what everybody was calling him was the other third baseman that they took in the, in that draft in the second round. And everybody was like, well, how did they, and people that we, that good, good reporters and good analysts that we, we all trust and respect were all, were questioning why take two third basemen in the first two rounds of the draft, because you never know in baseball, you just don't ever know what, what could happen. And now it's turning out that, at least for now, it looks like that that decision was was a wise one because you you plug in your your second round pick from three years ago to replace your first round pick, and it just it, it just kind of goes along seamlessly. Now there's two different kinds of players, but 
the versatility that Wenzel can that Wenzel has will allow him to be able to move move around and he might not be a third baseman whenever he races bigs. He might be he might be playing the outfit. I mean, we don't know. Yeah. And that's why that's why you do something like that. But it's been nice to see him and Bubba uh doing very well at the plate so far. It's gonna be interesting to see how they work that. But yeah, we can review, you know, spring training scores don't mean a lot, but we are learning a lot about pitchers. And I wanted to mention this before we moved on to our roster projections is my goodness. Could Taylor Hearn have pitched any better in his two innings that he came out and started the other day? He struck out four in a row and then, you know, got the Mm -hmm. last two outs pretty quickly as well. I mean, just, he looked like, I mean, he looked like a number one starter. I mean, I know he's not always going to look like that and it's a spring training game, but he looked ready to go. Yeah. He looks comfortable and he knows that, 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 It would take a monumental failure from him, just a complete uh, fumble fart for him not to be in the rotation. So he just looks comfortable. His spot's comfortable. He's not having to battle for anything. He knows he's going to be in the rotation and not the bullpen. And he's able to to lock in and work on on being a starter. And, I mean, he he got to spend the whole offseason working to be a starter. So it's just – it's nice to see because he has a load of talent. I mean – he he can he has the the way I'm looking at him at least right now is is a Derek yeah. Holland type is that powerful lefty who can who can ratchet up into the high 90s and also be. Yeah, I was going to say he's one of the too. probably one of the best left-handed Rangers pitchers that we've had since Derek Holland. Yeah. Since Derek Holland, yeah. If you want to, if you as far as coming up from the minors, now I know he didn't start with the Rangers. He came over in the Keone Kella trade, and that was 2019, I believe. And, you know, Holland was drafted by the, in the 25th round. But coming out of the minors, if you want to call him homegrown, that's fine because, you know, Hearn, Hearn yeah, he was in the minors in Frisco, too, He right? pitched in Round so, Rock. So, yeah, I think he yeah. pitched in Hickory as well. So. Yeah. Or he might have started in Frisco. I can't, yeah, I can't I think, actually remember if he started in Frisco or not. I, I yeah, I can't either. But I mean, he's he's paid his due yeah. in the Rangers organization. So yeah, if you want to call him yeah. homegrown, that's fine. And I, I completely agree. He looks, he just has that Derek Holland look to him. And just once he gets had the experience and 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 finally showed that he is capable, number one, of pitching in the big leagues, which he did in the bullpen. And that's why they started stretching him out. And then toward the end of the year, he was rotating numbers as far as pitch count goes. And and he went in the, into the offseason knowing, I'm okay, you know, I've got a spot. Now i got to work toward being a starting pitcher in the major leagues. And he's, he's done that, you could tell. I mean, you could just tell. Yeah. Just a complete comfort level that he had out there. Just knew what he wanted to do. And he went out there and did it. And there was nothing that the opposition could do about it. No, you are correct. He, he looked great. So, all right, well, let's move. You wanted to talk about this. I do, too, because this is what everybody's talking about. Because at this time of the year, it's the most fun thing to talk about projecting the roster for the 2022 Texas Rangers team since that's actually happening right now. I've written two and, and, and we all know Ben loves projections. I do. And I've written two articles about it. I did one on the rangerreport.com and one on DallasSportsNation.com uh, because, well, they were a week apart, so it's easy to do. And I'll have another one. I'm sure this weekend again, because well, it's going to change pretty much daily. It has already changed from the article I put out yesterday in my mind. And, and that's how, and that's how it, it works. Yeah, and it's going to have to with how little time the Rangers have to decide who is going to be be where. Even though they do, the rosters were expanded rightfully so by uh, by MLB, yeah. so that the the players because they didn't have you know a whole lot of time to ramp up, expand the rosters a little bit, and then you know have it go back to normal soon after. But 
you don't want guys getting injured and and that's that's the main thing so but still you're you're there's a lot of names that the Rangers have that they're trying to figure out and want to see does this guy have enough to do what we want him to do or we have to find somewhere else maybe in the minors or maybe in the bullpen or maybe as a fourth outfielder or maybe as a uh, utility and you know there's so many questions that are trying to have, trying to answer in such a short amount of time well, since, while keeping everybody healthy yeah well since i release mine do you want to go first with the starting rotation or you want me to do mine and then you can can counter mine no, you go ahead. I mean, I read yours and, and I mean, yeah. we're pretty close. Yeah. So, All right. so yeah, just go ahead. Number one, I think is going to be Jonathan Gray. I think that's, that's, I think when they brought him in, that's kind of how it's going to go. And I think it might be different if they were starting in Texas, but I'll get to that in a second. Uh, then number two, I had Martin Perez, number three, Dane Dunning, number four, Taylor Hearn and number five, mm-hmm. Glenn Otto. The reason I had Taylor Hearn four is because I thought he deserved to get the first home start. So that's why I have Taylor Hearn four because they'll go home after those first three games. And I I went back and forth between him and Dane Dunning on that one. And I decided that I wanted to give Hearn that. And then Otto, of course, I left out AJ, Alexi, Jake, Ladd, Spencer, Howard, Colby Allard. But for now, and I don't know, Colby Allard pitched really good again, too. We'll talk about him in a minute. But right now I have Gray, Perez, Dunning, Hearn, and Otto as my starting five. I, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of, Two face this, I guess, because <laughs> that's exactly what I had going into spring training. Whenever everything got cleared up with the lockout, yeah. that's exactly what I had as well. The way Allard looked the other day as well was incredibly impressive. Yes, um, but I, as far as the rotation goes, I have the exact same thing, or had the exact same thing. I had Glenn Otto uh, breaking breaking spring training as the number five starter, uh, with him and Allard possibly doing uh, a tandem thing. But then I thought about it after Allard's outing, Kobe Allard was such a short amount of time of spring training. He's the only one of these guys that's pitched a full season. Yep. It's vying for that spot. He's, he's already pitched a full season. He's already ramped up. He's already, he's already logged a bunch of innings. So, I mean, he was almost super two eligible. So he's got that experience. And with so little time, I, I would not be surprised if Allard is at number five. So yeah. you may have three left-handed pitchers in your starting rotation to begin the season. And I wouldn't be shocked by that at all either, to be honest with you. And like I said, I don't know what it'll look like this coming weekend when I do it again, but that's what it looks like right now. Yeah. And also, I mean, let's be honest, Allard, Alexi, Latz, Howard, uh, you know, Cole Wynn, we're going to see all these guys at the major league level in 2022. This is just who I, I have. So. This is just who I have on the opening day roster starting. Yeah, you might you you may see I know Jorge Arahara, yeah, you yep. may see Brock Burke. See, I'm, you know, there's, I'm I'm really low on Arahara. Like I am too. He wasn't good last year, and I don't I don't I mean I don't I'm kind of surprised he came back to be honest with you to play another year in the US. Well, he's got a two year contract that's guaranteed. So if he if he went back, um he would be forfeiting over the guaranteed well, salary. Yeah, I guess so, that's a good reason to come back, but I mean, cause yeah, they, they DFA'd him last year and nobody took the bait. And yeah, so he just stayed with the Rangers and pitched the rest of the year yeah. in the minors. And, and that's, that's fine. You know, he, it's a, he's a safety net really, yeah. because you don't expect to go through the season with just five starting pitchers. No, so like we said, we'll see a lot of, I mean, this is going to mm-hmm. be another year. Rangers fans need to know this isn't going to be, we're not going to the playoffs this year unless something miraculous happens. And we're going to see mm-hmm. a lot of guys so they can get ready for 23 and 24. Yes, sir. And you know, how, like you mentioned, um, uh, Howard, Otto, Alexi, Allard, 
you can throw RR in there, yep. but I don't think he breaks camp. I think I think he's going to be in the minors because it's it's now a, a minor league deal since he was yeah he he was DFA'd and nobody claimed him off waivers and he stayed. So he's just going to be the richest minor leaguer on the AAA Round Rock <laughs> yeah, Express. Yes, he will. <laughs> Jake Latz and Brock uh, Burke. I think we'll we'll see all of them. I'm really interested, as y'all know, listening to me last year. Jake Latz is one. He's he's my guy. Uh, so. And, AJ Lexi is is an I mean well and Brock Burke is another one I'm high on that Rangers fans re- yeah. really need to see pitch. This guy is also very, very good. Yeah, I mean there's 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 a surplus of pitching there, and you just hope uh, and I use this terminology. I need to trademark this. Put it put all these names in the pot, turn it up to boiling, and see who comes to the top. Yeah, I mean, because seriously, you're right. It, it, all these guys are gonna at some point, and you know. I don't think he will because just coming off Tommy John surgery, but there's a chance that someone like Venasco or Zach Kent could make their debut in September this year, just, you know, to get up there and throw a few pitches. I don't think they will, but you know, I think those are two guys and we're going to talk about minors later. I'm getting ahead of myself, but those are two guys I think we're going to see pitching, you know, pretty well this year at the minor league level. Yes. We already know Venasco is going to be at double a. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so I, I could see him maybe in September calling up maybe a spot start, maybe, but I don't know. I, they, I think they might want him to get a full minor league season under his belt. Yeah, and I think what they're going to do with him is the same as they did with Dunning last year at the major league level is to limit him. Yeah, have him on, yeah. on pitch count. He yeah. goes so so far, and I mean you might. I mean after I think for sure he's got the ability to. Uh, to to eventually pitch in the big leagues for sure, well, but I think he's got the ability to to, to be in AAA by the end of the season yeah. at least, and and finishing up there. And uh, Venasco, yeah, Ricky Fuzzballs. Is what I is mean, goodness, if you watched now. him that that video on Twitter that you and I both retweeted, mm. I mean, he's got the ability, uh, and and he wasn't even. He said he was going eighty five percent in that video. He's got. Yeah, and he was hitting ninety. He's got the ability to blow people away in the minors. I think he will. Now in the majors, he'll need more than just that because ninety six to them is not that bad in the majors. Well, there was another video that they put out that had him uh, displaying his slider yes, too, yes. his fastball, fastball slider, and oh boy, yeah. So yeah, guys, we're looking forward to. We'll talk about them all year. I mean, I guarantee you, Kent will be back on the show. Vanaska will be back on the show as mm-hmm. the season goes on. These are guys that we want to watch closely. And, uh, you know, just a little shout out to us. We got Zach Kent first. Yes, we did. There's another so podcast that you might listen to that had Zach Kent on recently. And by the way, that was also a very good interview, but we had him of first. Of course it was, but we set him up. We kind of lubed it up there. We did. We, we, yeah. we, we loosened the jar we did, for them yeah. to open. And I, wait, who was it that got that interview and then wasn't here for it? Who was that on the show? Oh, damn you. <laughs> We're supposed to be giving everybody else hell. I know. I, I got to give you a little bit. All right, let's move on to the bullpen. Yeah, and I'm the one that got him. That's what I'm saying. You're the one that got him, and you weren't even there. <laughs> and it's still our most listened to episode on the podcast is Zach Kent, which makes sense because the dude is a stud, man. So he is, and then it's my guy. Well, I'll well, no, I'll wait later. Yeah, we'll, we'll get later. into it later. Let, let's do bullpen now. All right, so Joe Barlow. I'm pretty sure everyone agrees he'll be the closer. I mean, that's what he's listed as. That's what all the yes. all the writers are saying is that he'll be the closer to start the year anyway. And then yes. I've got Josh Spores, Brett Martin, Dennis Santana, Spencer Patton, Greg Holland, who's a non-roster invitee. Right. Brandon, that's that's our that's our Ian Kennedy yep, last year. Brandon Workman, who's also a non-roster invitee, and Garrett Richards. So that was my bullpen. I've left a lot of people off that I like a lot. 
So you might you only might have the difference some arguments. that we have. The only difference that we have on that actually is just one. Okay, and that's Workman. I don't have him there. I have John King. Yep, there. and I did not like leaving John King off. But now that they're expanding the rosters, John King would be the first one I would put back oh. on there. Oh yeah, they're both probably going to be on there to start. Yeah, but if you're yeah. looking, uh, well, I think looking, I guess my two. I think they're both going to be bullpen guys, and I think it'll be John King and, King and Nick Snyder. I think those will be your other two. Well, yeah, that it, well, unless, it they may put a starter in there too. Yeah, so we'll see. Possibly, uh, they might use one of the young guys in a yeah. tandem. But yeah. I mean, it just decide. It just depends on who who gets that fifth spot. If it's yeah. Allard, I wouldn't expect it. Yeah, if it's to, Allard, then it probably is John King and Nick Snyder or Brandon yeah. Workman. You know, whichever one, whichever one isn't up there to start. Right. Right. So. Uh, either way, I, yeah, I, I only have one disagreement on that. Yeah, that's it. And I yeah. and I actually I I went back and forth on Workman and King. King was like I kept trying to find a way to get King into my lineup because <laughs> I mean, but they want. I mean, there's he's still listed as a possible starter. I think that's a bad idea. Yeah, I do too. I think, and that's when he got hurt when they started ramping him up a little Correct. bit to make him a starter. But you know, he's a guy not not Garrett Richards esque, I guess, because Garrett Richards used to be a starter. Yeah. But, you know, John King can can pitch you, can log a few innings as well if you need somebody to eat innings or or if you're doing a tandem roll later on in the season because you had to call a young guy up due to an injury or whatever. King's versatile, and and so is Richard. So yeah. that's, those are two two good options that you have there. Eat some innings. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Quality. Quality. The reason innings, the Rangers know, picked them up, keep, I believe, keep, keep is games. the reason they yeah. picked them up is I believe what you just said is for quality innings out of the bullpen because they didn't want, you know, eight, young guys in the bullpen. They needed a few veterans and Greg Holland brings that. I mean, if you really look at this guys in and guys I left off, our bullpen looks like it has a chance to be pretty strong this year. Yeah, it looks, it looks, if you, if you, if you really look at different parts of the season, every one of those guys had outstanding short sample size. And actually it's funny because we had Taylor Hearn on and he mentioned the, that everybody you know, thought the bullpen was the huge problem last year. And, and it was like 13 continue, uh, 13 straight scoreless innings yeah. out of the bullpen. So it, they're kind of under the radar, but yeah, when you look at at least a small sample size at some point, sometimes they were more consistent, Yeah, but then they'd have highs and lows. And there were some highs there with every one of those guys that were on the Rangers that were in the Rangers bullpen last year that really had strong showing. So yeah, when you look at that and you think about, Barlow and Martin and Spencer Patton and, and King and Santana and yeah. Spores. Yep. I mean, all those guys had some really high points last year. Yep. So that, I mean, yeah, I, it yep. looks the way it sounds and the way it looks on paper looks good to me. Yeah, I agree. And then of course, especially when you inject Greg Holland in there, yeah. you know, and then during the season you get Jonathan Hernandez and you get Jose Leclerc back at some point during this season yep. too. So, I mean, that bullpen for the whole year looks like it could be, it could be rocking by, you know, August. Yep. 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 And that's a good problem to have, to have too many names. That is a good problem. And again, why you and I, and a lot of people think there are still some trades coming down the pike. Cause they have some guys, they have, they're, they have an overstock of a lot of different positions. Yeah. And they might be able to, since there was no rule five draft, I mean, this is something that they could, they could make a deal before the season starts. Yeah. A lot Josh Stowers and, and Ruggie Odor last yep. year. Uh, they, that, that could be in the works depending on who they keep, 
But again, it's going to be hard for them to judge whenever the rosters have expanded. You might need one of those guys that you send away. You, know, oh, yeah. you would initially send away, but it, it leads to it's going to lead to an interesting trade deadline for sure. That's yeah. kind of what I'm well, and then what I'm looking and people at. People that both of us talked to have said that the Rangers are still fielding calls on guys and still talking to people about guys. They haven't stopped. I mean, I don't think there's another big trade coming down the pike, but also if someone blows them away for a couple of their prospects, I think they're going to make that deal. Well, hell, they even reportedly reached back out to uh, Trevor's yeah, story. Yeah, they did. Which, they dude, signed. can you imagine how crazy? Okay, I didn't want even going to talk about that story, but when I saw that, I thought, what? Like, you know, yeah, are, they just, are they just being spiteful to everybody else now by picking up three shortstops? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Whenever I heard that, I was like, come on yeah, now. That was my first no, thought, too. I was like, no, that's, that's too much. That's like, okay, what are you going to do with your other guys that play third in the minors? You know, because yeah. you still, okay, so say you dealt Josh Young, which is not, I mean, that's a huge reason probably why. I mean, if, yeah. if Josh Young if they didn't have somebody that, let's, let's face it, Josh Young would be the starting third baseman if healthy going into this year. So yeah. if they didn't have that, then maybe, yeah, you go get a story and and have him play, you know, on their four, three, four, five-year contract to play here at home and play third base. And yeah, with three shortstops. But you got Wenzel down there too. Yep. We've already mentioned him. And of course, Andy Abanez, who probably is getting a start. Yes. And then Shirt and Apostle yep. is also there. So there, there's just, uh, yeah. I don't know. It just didn't make any sense no. to me to, to, to bring in a story, even to reach back out. Yeah. All <laughs> right. That, I don't well, know. Well, I am going to blow through the infield because I have a feeling that you and I have no differences on the infield. So we're going to go first base, Nathaniel Lowe. Second base, um, uh, what's his name? Marcus something or other. <laughs> yeah, Marcus Simeon. Simon? Yeah, Simon? yeah no. something like that. No, Simeon, of course, shortstop, Corey Seager. Third base, I'm pretty sure it's Andy Abanez's job to lose. And then catcher, Mitch Garver. Now, the bench Mitch Garver. The bench is going to be fun. but Mitch Garver, who hit home runs, two home runs today. Yeah, uh, yeah no. It's, yeah, I mean, I that's, think that's, that's set. I think that's pretty much yeah, set. Yeah, there's no argument. I mean, unless Abanez bats 0-58 and has 20 errors in the next, you know, seven or eight games, he's going to be your starting so third baseman. he'd have to be, he, yeah, he'd have to be Leody Tavares. Or he'd have to be the Rugnit Odor of third base. Ooh, let's not even know. Yeah, let's not go there. All right. So, yeah, no. so yeah, I figured that was great. We're going to blow through that because I think everyone I had, I had some arguments on some things via Twitter and comments, but the infield was not one of those things. <laughs> no, last, last year was harder for us, but yeah. this year. <laughs> All right. I really wanted no. to find a way to get, um to get Leody, but I didn't. So here we go. Uh, right field, Cole Calhoun, center field, Adolis Garcia and left field. And this is where I got a lot of flack. I put Eli White in there. Well, was that before or after they they made the uh, the signing of uh, uh, Brad Miller? Brad Miller. That yeah, was after because I'm dumb. Okay, so I mean Eli's playing uh, good, and I really like him. So that was kind of a heart move and not a head move. Well, here's the thing: is I they were saying that White might not start the season. Uh, might start the season on the DL, yeah. but they had him play in outfield today. So that's yeah. starting to look like uh, that's not necessarily going to be the case. He might break, might break string, spring training, but I don't see him as the starting left fielder against right-handers. No, no, <laughs> so I can see that. Well, what I, and, the, and what I think, what I, what I see him doing is, is being the bench player and being kind of that free flowing can play every outfield spot. Yeah. And then Miller is going to start at left whenever a righty's on the mound. And you might see Eli White start whenever a righty's or a lefty's on the mound. Yeah. 
So, all right. So I, yeah, I had, I had, and then DH, I had Willie Calhoun. Uh, they don't even have him on the depth chart right now on texasrangers.com. They don't even have him listed as an outfielder. They only have him listed as a designated hitter. So mm. and I'm not, I mean, that doesn't mean anything, you know, in the long no. run, because he can still play some outfield, but I think the Rangers want to keep him as healthy as they can and see what he can do at the plate with a full healthy season. Right, right, right. No, no, no argument there. And I yeah. want to see him have a full healthy, healthy season. We'll know everything we need to know about Willie Calhoun after this season. I agree. Even if, even if he gets hurt then it would still be time to pull the plug because it's, it's just, it's, I hate to say it, but just the, the well starting to run dry on his opportunity. I agree. And I mean, you look at the way they've, they've let go of people, IKF, Rugnet Odor, Elvis Andrews lately. They're not, they're not afraid to get rid of a guy. If they think it's past his time. Yep. No, agree. Exactly. All right. Agree. Bench. Also, I had some disagreements with these, but Nick Solak, uh, I think yep. Jonah Heim will be your backup catcher. He's younger. Ooh. He has more control and he has more pop at the plate. And that's why I put him in there. And then uh, I had, Brad Miller, which again, that'll probably be Eli White. Those two will probably flip flop for opening day. Yeah, we could we can agree there yep. that it, one of them, one of them, one of them two. And then my last one up. was kind of a, a wild card was Zach Rex, because <sighs> I think Leody's going to start at AAA. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think so. And too. as I was going down the roster, as I was going down the roster, but I'm starting to sort of, and I don't know that this will happen, but I'm kind of starting to lead toward Davis Wenzel as the super utility guy. Uh, I don't think Wenzel, because just again, not, not based on ability so much. I still think he needs some fine tuning, but yeah. his health, he has, yeah. he needs more time yeah. in the minors to play every day. Uh, I guess, I don't know. I'm kicking this around and, and instead of who you, <laughs> your last spot, that one kind of threw me off, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. And, and a lot of people, I threw a lot of people off with Zach Rex. If I think they're going to carry with the expanded rosters, they're going to carry three catchers. Yeah, and see, then Jonah's back. Then, uh, then, then Jose Trevino's back on. Jose Trevino's back. And by back, the way, I, I would love that to happen because I love Jose Trevino. Yes, and I I'm going to disagree with you on that one. I think it'd be Trevino and Heim going down. Okay, okay. To start the season, uh, but oh man, because in, in and you're looking at that, you got Eli White and you got Brad Miller. White can play all outfield outfield spots. Yeah, Miller left field. He can play third. So he could Miller can play third and Abanias can play first if Lowe needs a break. Same thing could happen if Simi needs a break. You know, yep. Miller can play third. Uh, Abanias can play second. And he's also done some work at short too. Um, yep. And then you also have Nick Solak in there who can play infield and outfield. I think we, I think at this point you'd rather him just play outfield. I think so too. Yeah. So. But but he does have versatility in a pinch. He can play second. He can he's been working at third as well. So yeah, um, just just that just that one right there that I think and I don't I don't know. It's just Yanni. I think Yanni. Ah, and that's another one that I hated to leave off. That that was my, you know, that was my uh, my Colby Allard on the other one. That's the guy that I'm like I really wanted to get Yanni in there, and I I still think he might get in there again with the expanded 28. Now I'm going to have to redo. For my second one, you know, who I think will now make it, but you know, and Zach Rex is just a guy that the Rangers seem to like since they brought him in. And again, I don't know that he'll start in the majors, but again, another thing, you know, this is a journalist. And one of the things I was doing is, you know, stirring up a little conversation by, put, by putting the name <laughs> Zach Rex in there. Well, it, to me, he's, he's last year's Curtis Terry. Yeah. I mean, if yeah, you remember yeah. that, they, they were really high on him going into spring and they gave him every opportunity. Yeah. To, to showcase what he could do 
And unfortunately he, he was unable to yep. and spent most of the season in triple A. And then when, and he tore up, triple I was like, a, he raged in triple A and triple A. Yeah. yeah. That, th- then he, then he came up and, and it was just bad. Yeah. And so let's hope with, with Rex that that's different. So that, that kind of has that, that vibe to me. It's like, they're pushing for him. Yeah. They're kind of throwing that name out there. And, yeah. and, and this is a guy that we, that we, we like, and would like to see more of. So that's, that's, that's going to be, that's going to be fun to watch, but yeah, I'd put Yanni in there over him. Well, with all the guys, with all the guys they brought in, I'm going to try to start a series and post a couple of week called who the heck is, and then have names that maybe <laughs> the casual Ranger fan aren't familiar with like Zach Rex or Brad Miller, or, you know, these guys that they brought Did in you, that people aren't, or, or some of these minor leaguers that everybody's talking about, like Wenzel, the people aren't really sure who they are. Well, and we didn't even bring up Matt Carpenter or Charlie. Culberson. No, we sure didn't. Culberson. Oh, that was one. Oh shoot. I didn't have him making the team and I'm pretty sure he will. So, uh, <laughs> cause Culberson, I love that dude, man. That dude is like, yep. that dude is the team player that everybody loves. So yeah. Yeah. So again, my, my article sucks. Don't go read it. But, um, <laughs> cause now I think, but that's not, don't do that. No, ben. You're not supposed to, no. that's anti-journalism. No, I'm right kidding. There. But that's the, that, that's the fun thing about spring training though. It changes every day. Like I wrote that article two days ago. Yeah. It's already yeah. changed since I wrote that article, you know, it's already it, it, changed. It, and it's going to be that way up until, uh, Till they have to cut down to 28 and then it's going to be that way up until they trim the rosters back down to the, to the regular. Yeah. So don't expect well, I mean, the fun thing on, fr- on Friday, I will probably do another either Friday or Sunday, depending on when you put yours out, I'll do, you know, part two of the 28 man roster. And I bet you anything, there'll be at least five different names on part two than there were on part <laughs> one. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's why we do this though. I mean, ben, 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 again, Ben loves project projections and he loves lists. Lists are so. like my favorite thing in the world. Speaking of lists, the next thing I want to talk about on my list, and this is an audio podcast. So everyone can see my list right here. See that? Cause no one can see it, but you and me, but there's my list <laughs> that I have for tonight. Um, I wanted to talk about some minor league pitchers to watch. So I'll, I'll give maybe three or four. I'll start with one. And then you give me your, your one to watch. And mine first one's going to be short because we've really already talked about him. And that's Zach Kent. I think, yeah, I think, mine. Yeah, I, was, I think Zach Kent <laughs> is a pitcher to watch. I think Rangers fans are going to be pleasantly surprised when they watch this kid pitch. He's got it all. He's got a good off-speed pitch. He's got a great fastball. He's got command and he's got confidence. And I think Zach Kent is going to be a guy that a lot of people are going to learn his name and know who he is in the 2022 season. I've made the bold claim last season that the, Zach Kent's going to be my pitcher to you watch did. coming into this season. So I'm going to stick by it. If I can have a one B, I would say, Ooh, this is a toss up. I would say Jake Latz. Yeah. Yeah. And Jake Latz, I actually didn't put on this list because I did just minor leagues. And I know he'll be in the minor leagues, but he got a start, but I would agree with you. Jake Latz is another one. The Rangers fans got a small taste of last year. And I think yeah. when they see him in full action, if they didn't see him, like we watched him all year at Frisco. And he mm-hmm. was basically, so he became my guy. I mean, he was he basically a minute, guy, a, minute yeah. a, 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 a clone of Cole Wynn for half the season. Yeah. From the throwing, throwing left-handed. Yeah. I mean, he, in the South ball, their, their numbers were identical halfway. He was, year. he was, he was a beast. So another guy I have to watch again is also Cole Wynn, because I think Cole Wynn is going to be a guy that you're going to see at the majors this year, but he's a guy that if you haven't watched him, you're missing out. I went to, his last start at Frisco this year in person, I've mentioned this before, and he went through five innings and he was throwing a no hitter and it wasn't even close. Like the other team had no, like they, they seemed like they had no clue how to figure him out when he's on, he is untouchable. 
Yeah, like a man against boys. He's got a very, yeah. very electric fastball, and the curveball is – I don't know how it's physically possible to make it the curveball do that. Uh, maybe from a le- – like Barry Zito had a ridiculous curveball yeah. when he was with the A's, and then he changed up his wind-up or changed up his – whenever he got the big contract and went to the Giants, and the Giants are going, no. Yeah. Don't do that. We didn't bring this guy in. We brought the guy, the Cy Young, you know, that's beside the point. But, you know, I don't know how a guy, a right-handed pitcher can make a curveball move like that, but it makes guys look silly. Yep. And yeah, he he just showed last year that uh, he's way, he's double A is just below him. You know, it's just, yeah, he just doesn't belong. His ERA was two something in double A. It was ridiculous. Yeah, and that's like what one or two starts that didn't go well. Yeah, and that's they, why they, it was but, over two. <laughs> yeah, because if you look at the rest of the season, it's like probably around Kyle Gibson type around one. Yeah, you know. Well, and then so, my, one of my other ones was was we already talked about him as well, Ricky Venasco, who's coming off TJ, and you know hasn't barely pitched, so he's going to see a whole a whole season down in the minors, probably most of it at Double A, and I think you're going to see a guy that is like reborn for Rangers fans that have never seen him before. A guy that people are going to be like, Whoa, where did this kid come from? But we got him on the podcast too. And he was very, he was awesome. Funny guy. He's a funny guy. He, 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 he loves playing baseball and he, he's, he's, he's got some humor to him and, and he's a, he's a hell of a talent. I mean, I don't know. I just, yeah, that's a definitely got to watch in the minors uh, for sure. I just want to see how Zach can, I was with, for me, for my main guy to watch, it was a toss up between he and Zach yep. Kent, but I just want to see if Zach Kent can continue with, with his surprising upsurge yeah. that he had. We, yeah. didn't, we didn't know who Zach Kent was. And then all of a sudden, bam. Yeah, he was there. He was, you know, yeah. Start start looking at his hickory numbers and I'm going, whoa, this guy might not need to be might not need to be in Hickory much longer. And sure enough, he wasn't. He went, he went uh, up to double A for like a start and then to triple A immediately afterwards. I'll promote the MILB too. If you don't pay for that app, uh, you can watch every game of every team for like 50 bucks for a year. So it's a pretty good deal. Uh, if you, we, if you like, we abuse it. <laughs> yeah. If you like to watch minor league baseball. And of course, if you follow the writer's report account, I, I, uh, I tweeted a lot of home runs from minor league players and a lot of uh, good strikeouts from minor league players because I could record it off that app and put it up there. So that's where I got all that was. I mean, it's worth it for me too, just to be able to sit there and watch some great baseball and watch some Rangers prospects. So it's worth it. And then I had one more picture to watch that on the, oh. I don't want to say the downside, but he didn't really impress me last year. And that's Spencer Howard. Yeah. Look, we have to hope that, off season of work and and buying into he said he loved what the the, the coaching staff yeah. the pitching staff pitching coaches were were telling him last year and, and and wanted to let him be himself a little bit more instead of trying to make him who they wanted him to be I guess is if I'm 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 paraphrasing but that's kind of what he was saying and you could tell he just kind of didn't know where he was yeah. as far as his approach on the mound he's got a load of talent that's why he was a, the Phillies number one prospect yep. for two years, I believe before this past season, because yeah. he, he technically talk about arbitration eligible and all that kind of service time. And technically he had enough service time to not be considered a prospect anymore, but there's a reason. And you just got to hope that he's able to harness that. And, and that the, the Rangers pitching coaches are able to throughout the organization or wherever he starts, whether it's, it's in the majors is the fifth guy, or maybe even is a long man in the bullpen, who knows, uh, that's an option for him. I think we mentioned, I think I mentioned that last year on the podcast that if anything, he could be an option as a, 
a power arm out of the pen at some point if he just does not turn out to be a starter. But yeah, that's definitely one to watch is because uh, you give it uh, Ian Kennedy and Kyle Gibson and to get him. Yeah. So, and not just him, but he was the, he was the key, num- the key name. Yeah, he was that. the big so, guy in that trade. So, but yeah, so I mean, as a fan, you want everyone to work out, but unfortunately not everybody does, but when you get someone of his caliber, you definitely want them to work out. Absolutely. And do you want to go uh, one position player? Yeah. Mine's pretty easy. I'm sure yours is too. What do you got? <laughs> He homer today. I'll go ahead and put it that good way. Old, we already good old Bubba. Bubba. Yeah, we had um, we've had Bubba on this podcast. We've had Bubba on this podcast, and yeah, this is a year not protected on the forty man yep. like Zach, uh, like not Zach Kent, but uh, uh, Jake Lance. Yep. Both neither one of those were protected. It's, there's just there's a bevy of of young talent that the Rangers just can't protect. And luckily, that's again the only thing I'm thinking of the lockout for is that those two guys are still Rangers, and there was not a, a forty man. Uh, a rule five draft because I don't believe neither one of them would, would be wearing Rangers no. uniforms surprise right now, but yeah, Bubba, this, this is going to be his, his season. And uh, he showed last year what he has. I mean, there's so much promise in that bat and that speed and the athleticism and in the arm and just everything that he brings. And he turned the corner last year and I, I want to see where he goes yeah. from there. You know, he's probably going to start in triple a, but you know, dude has you, wheels, you, man, in the outfield. He has sh- serious wheels. That he's got wheels. He's got surprising power. He's got a cane. He, he had a great I diving mean, catch. Well, I think it was in yesterday's game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just a pure athlete, yeah. and it's. I'm just, I'm just thankful he's still here, and I, I can't wait to see what he does moving forward. And uh, I guess my my one B, since we we've already mentioned him as well as Davis Winslow, yep. see if he can stay healthy. Um, see what he, you know, where they kind of try him out at, if he's going to stick at third uh, or shortstop, whatever. Uh, we'll see what, we'll see what they want to do with him I, uh, either in double A or triple A. I bet it's triple A. I only but, had one more on my list besides those two. So you nailed two of the three that I put on my list that I wanted to watch can I, this year. Can I guess the third one? Yeah. Josh Stowers. Very close. Right. Hold on. Right. First name. Still walk. Still walk. No. Nope. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Josh, uh, Josh. Smith. There you go. Josh Smith. He cranked a three-run he blast. He cranked a three-run blast. Josh Smith is the guy that is turning some heads right now, too, which is why I put him on the list. But Steel Walker is one, again, that like I'm just running out. We're just running out of time to talk about everyone want to talk about. Yeah. So that we'll have to hit more of these guys in the next podcast. But, yeah, I mean, you got Steel Walker. You got Josh Stowers, who, again, wheels and an arm in the outfield. And when he gets on a hot streak at the plate, good Lord, man, that dude can hit a baseball. Yep, him and I thought, to me, when they're hot, he and Bubba Thompson are really, really, really similar. And that is a ridiculous as as outfield as far as like center and left field or center and right field. Like, so yeah, no matter where you hit the ball, it's getting caught if you have those two guys out there. Oh yeah. And, and that's, and still, I mean, it's in, not like steel walkers a slap either. You know, he's another no, guy that can no. move. No, just stowers and Thompson are just, just natural God gifted yeah. above and beyond yeah. true bonafide athletes and and that's that's i mean they're fun and both fun, both fun, of them fun. were were again two of my favorite guys that we had on the show last year yeah we had them on the same one we had on the same yep. episode both of them were awesome yes sir they were Bubba thompson is one fun loving dude man you could you could tell from that interview yeah there wasn't we tried pulling things from him and he's just like i just want to play baseball i really don't care yeah it was all it was pretty <laughs> awesome so 
All right. Well, he said, I'm a center fielder, but I'll play anywhere. Yeah, he goes, I don't, I don't care. care. Center, right, left, infield. I don't care wherever they put me, man. I just want to play baseball. <laughs> That's what he kept telling us. I just want to play baseball, which was an awesome, awesome time. So, all right. Well, we've mentioned all of our uh, self-promoting stuff, but uh, be sure to look on Twitter, find our community and join. We've gotten, I think, while we were doing this, we're up to 12 or 13 people already, and I haven't really even promoted it all that much. So join. Uh, we can do some in-depth conversations during uh, baseball games during the season. Q&A's on there maybe where you ask us questions and we give you answers because, you know, we're such experts on all this. So people. You're damn right. People definitely <laughs> want to hear that. No, I mean, it's been fun getting to where we are right now. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I, know, I know you've enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. It's been an absolute blast. I never. Uh, somebody, somebody with somebody that listens to the podcast the other day that, that I know in person, and he said, man, it's just, it's, it's amazing to me how fast y'all have grown y'all's y'all's podcast over the past year. And I'm like, well, and of course I, know, I'm going to do the thing that everyone does. That's thanks to all of you out there. Cause if you weren't listening, yeah. it wouldn't be growing. Yeah. We put in the work so that y'all can listen. And the more y'all listen, the more work we put in. And we've been putting in a lot of work. It, obviously, if you go back and listen quality wise, we've gotten so much better. And that's, of course, I'm going to mention this because I love them anyway. Thanks to Walton's, you mm-hmm. know, the Walton sponsorship has helped us to upgrade equipment on both ends, your end and my end. It helped us. I mean, with Zoom, Zoom's not free. You know, sponsorship has helped us with Zoom. So that that is paid for. And that's just our quality is so much better than it used to be. And that's thanks to Walton's and thanks to, you know, whoever else we can get. Um, I, I'm. I'm in negotiation with someone else. I won't say who yet, but hopefully I can, I can land that account. Uh, yeah. And I, I was, and then uh, life kind of hit. So yeah, I mean, going to have to try to get back on that one, but it, life and life in the lockout there. Yeah. We'll call it but we're good. I mean, we're good. We, we don't, again, as my wife would say, as long as you don't lose money at this, I'm happy. And I have, we're not losing money at this. So she's pretty happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, speaking of Walton's tonight, I had, I just went simple and went with uh, chili cheese dogs. Yeah. And the cheese was Walton's green chili cheese Oh, that cheese stuff sauce. is so freaking good, man. Oh, jeez. That stuff is so it, good. It, it, uh, this is not possible, but I can just I can just say it almost makes a, a hot dog, a chili dog, a, a delicacy. Yeah, I know. I agree with you, man. That stuff is so it. good, man. And I, I have actually I had to reorder butter garlic seasoning because I ran out. And we haven't had it. Got, I haven't had it for that long. I've ran out of it already. I, oh, I also use their uh, jalapeno aioli. Yes, that uh, stuff is awesome too. Yeah. So I had I had the green chili cheese sauce and the jalapeno yeah. aioli instead of ketchup or mustard or both. Yeah, you were living large, man. Mm-hmm. I'm very full. Go right to waltonsinc.com and use the code Rangers15 for 15% off your first order. It helps us out and it helps Walton's out. So thank you guys very much. And again, get to our shop, check it out. New stuff. Lots of new stuff. And we'll keep on slapping new stuff up there. CJ. Good. Good to do it again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Had a week long hiatus, but Hey, Hey, life life hits sometimes, man. And and you got to, I mean, professional radio guys take weeks off now and again. So it's it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess with that, I'll go ahead and have to drop the deuces. Thanks for listening to the Ranger report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.